Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with spring break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any. Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday, presented, of course, by DraftKings. I am Ross Tucker. Big surprise, right? Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Absolutely love a Power Rankings Tuesday because I talk about every team where I think your team stacks up right now, no matter who your favorite team is. You can always check me out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Love those of you that do. You can win contests. Literally, where I will send you a signed football card or press pass or picture of me. All you have to do is engage with at Ross Tucker Pod on any platform. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I think for TikTok, it's just at Ross Tucker NFL. But we are looking for engagement. That's what drives more people seeing it in the algorithm. So just engage, Maverick, in any way. Sponsor confirmation email winner. Love those of you that take advantage of our sponsors. You know they're the things that make this thing go. And by the way, Jack and I turned down a decent amount of sponsors, believe it or not, because we just, like, I can't say them. Like, I don't, I don't use them. I don't believe in them. We use the sponsors that we get and love them. YouTube, shout out. People love that. It's like a cameo video that people pay for you, but you get it for free. YouTube.com. Slash Ross Tucker NFL. Just hit the thumbs up to subscribe. And then, of course, reply to any video and just say, Ross, I'm just here for the free shout out video, bro. Patron shout out of the day, Michael Dorfman. Michael, congratulations. Welcome to the family. It is a even money Tuesday. So you've come to the right place. Grades will get that spreadsheet up later today on our private Tuckhead Slack channel. Big show time, Jack. The Big Show. All right, Ross. Multiple controversial turnovers from Jalen Hurts headline at Eagles' 2017 loss to the Drew Locke-led Seattle Seahawks. What a game. What an awesome football game. You know, when the Seahawks got the ball on their own eight, I'm thinking, boy, does Drew Locke have it in him for a 92-yard touchdown drive? The answer is yes. 
He absolutely did. He made some tremendous throws down the right sideline. One to DK Metcalf, where Bradbury had good coverage and safety Sidney Brown came over the top. He dropped it in the bucket and Metcalf made the catch. And then the touchdown pass to Jackson Smith and Jigba was a thing of beauty right on the fingertips to Smith and Jigba, who ran past Bradbury. Really impressive. And I don't know, Jack, if you or any of our listeners got a chance to see or hear Drew Locke on the post-game interview with Lisa Salters, Monday Night Football. It was awesome. I, uh, I live for those moments hearing guys. You know, he hadn't played in a long time until last week. I think they said it was his first come-from-behind win in over 1,100 days. We're talking like almost four years. This guy goes to work every day, puts in all the time to be able to have that reward. Good for him, man. Um, And he deserved it, and he earned it. And obviously the Eagles had their chances. You know, for the diehard Eagles fans, obviously I'll do my uh, one-minute social media video, the Ross Report that I do every morning now since I do so much stuff in the Philly area. But... For the Seahawks, what jumped out to me was Kenneth Walker is awesome. Like, awesome. I mean, there should have been a bunch of tackles for loss that he avoided. He is extremely impressive. Drew Locke made some clutch throws. Defensively, Julian Love, not one but two gigantic interceptions. Leonard Williams made a bunch of plays. And the Seahawks kept their playoff hopes alive. Meanwhile, for the Eagles, just a brutal loss. I mean, they could have kept the pressure on the 49ers for the number one seed. They could have almost cemented the, at worst, number two seed and the NFC East championship. Instead, they're going to have to win out. And that's likely enough for them if they win out. But... Not necessarily enough. I thought Hertz ran the ball pretty well, but some of the decisions he made were poor. I thought the defense improved a little bit for Philadelphia, but they weren't able to get it done late when it mattered the most. The penalties, uh, especially on Kelsey, were critical, but he said after the game he's been warned about it, and I appreciate that, as opposed to you know crying about the refs don't do something that you've been warned about before that they might get you for. By the way, side note, Jack, I used to do that a lot. Practice end games. Because what happens is you go up to the ball and you stand over it. And then you get down and you put your hand on it. And then you want to have it like stretched out as far as you can. So most centers do it a little bit. Kelsey on that particular play... I will say I thought that was pretty egregious by him. Like that was like that was like a full half a yard, um, which is uh, hilarious. But he kind of got caught doing it. Don't get caught, Jack, without knowing what to do in terms of a great holiday gift. It's tickets for someone on the Game Time app, or just get them a, a code on the Game Time app, a, a, like a gift card. It's unbelievable. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. I have to be honest with you, I don't even know what other ticketing apps or websites there are anymore because I I love being able to look per city or per team and see exactly what the prices are. 
especially the per city option to see like put in my zip code and see the closest shows around me. Sometimes there's like stand-up comedy or concerts I didn't even know about. Plus, with the Game Time Guarantee, you can find tickets in the same section in a row for less. Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code ROSS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, so again, create an account and redeem code ROSS for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. It's time for the all-important Power Rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... All right, Ross, we'll start with the shocker of the century. Panthers, 32. They won, and they're still 32. I didn't think it was quite impressive enough on the 9-7 win against the Falcons to move them up, but they're putting the Commanders and the Cardinals and the Patriots, I guess, on notice, Jack. This is what they're playing for now. They're playing to not finish the year Number 32 in my power rankings. And way to steal my thunder and spoil the next three. 31, Commanders. Is that what you were going to say? Oh, no. oh, 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 did you oh, just spoil yeah, the yeah. next three in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Hail to the Commanders. Boy, it just doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? Whew. They got to come up with a new name. They got to come up with a name where they can go. They can have the song again. You know, although I guess they have to change some stuff about the song, but... Still, they were at least competitive. Man, I have a lot of respect. Like when I watch the Commanders and I watch the way like Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen go about their business, Jack, I have a lot of respect because they're not good. They're not going anywhere. People are getting fired. But those two guys seemingly always come to play. 30th, Arizona Cardinals. This is going to be interesting the rest of the year. I mean, there's only three games left. I guess the question in Arizona is, does Kyler cement himself as definitely the guy? Or would the Cardinals prefer to draft a new cheap guy and try to trade Kyler Murray somewhere else for pennies on the dollar? That's interesting because that's, that's an option, I would assume, for them. 29, New England Patriots. Well, they're the same place they were last week. I don't really feel any differently about them. For them, the only interesting thing at this point is how the separation, which we still believe will happen, how the separation between Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft will go down because that will be interesting. 28, New York Jets. All the momentum they had from that Texans win just totally went out the window. It's amazing how many, like, how week to week it is. Like, Cowboys kill the Eagles, then they come back, get smashed by the Bills. Dolphins lose to the Titans, Monday Night Football, come back and smash the Jets. Jets destroy the Texans, come back and get destroyed by the Dolphins. They're not good. Aaron Rodgers isn't playing this year, which... Honestly, for the Jets, that's probably for the best. It's probably for the best they lost the Dolphins and didn't try to put Rodgers out there. 27, team with the tumultuous week, LA Chargers. They certainly did have a tumultuous week, and I can't remember who they play 
this week now. But um, we'll see. Who's there? We don't even know if their head coach's name. It, it, I think it's Giff Smith. But, like, that's the running joke, whether it's Giff or Jiff Smith, like the thing on social media. Yeah. Whether I, that's I, a Giff or a Jiff. I feel like it's Giff. But they play, I, they play the Bills this week, to answer your question. Oh, that's right. I saw that. Um, by the way, San Diego Superchargers. San Diego Chargers. Go. Chargers. Go. 26, Tennessee Titans. Do you know who the Go Chargers Go is, Jack? I assume it's Schwarzenegger. Yeah, okay. I just want to make sure. <laughs> Titans. I wonder if there's any chance they would fire Rabel. I don't think so. I think they'd give Rabel another year because he's been such a good coach and because it's his first year with Carthon. But they they kind of kind of tried to split the baby this year a little bit in terms of winning but also building for the future. And I don't know that it's worked out that well, right? Like they haven't really won, and yet they haven't necessarily gone young in a lot of spots either. 25, New York Giants. The G-Men. Did you see where uh, Tommy Cutlets was supposed to do an autograph signing tonight for ten grand, and his agent told the people it's twenty grand now, so they had to cancel it? I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, does that bother you? I mean, it depends. Like, if he had other places that were also like offering those offers of twenty thousand, I get it. If he had nothing else going on, he's like, I'm not doing it for ten thousand dollars. Then I think that's a little off base. Well, I think it's a mistake by the agent because it sounded like he committed to it, and if he commit to it for ten grand. Even if you can start to get other gigs for twenty grand, I don't think you renege on a gig after they already published it and stuff. Because now, like he, everything was positive, everything was great. Now he loses a game, doesn't play well. Now he's pulling out on a pizzeria appearance. I would just like to to announce on the show right now to that pizzeria, I will drive to North Jersey tonight. For way less than ten grand, you give me a thousand dollars and an extra large pepperoni, I will be there. Just tell me the time; I will fill in for Marinara Mahomes tonight. I'll just take the free pizza. Twenty-four Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> uh, Steelers, a lot of news actually. By the way, the Chargers signed uh, Will Greer off the Patriots practice squad. Quarterback, if you care. As for the Steelers, number one, they're going to turn to Rudolph at uh, quarterback. It's a good thing they play Saturday because Rudolph will definitely be busy Sunday on Christmas Eve. So Steelers benefit from the schedule and being able to have Rudolph at quarterback um, so the uh, lights are so bright on Saturday. Won't you guide Mike Tomlin's sleigh tonight? Anyway, uh, and they lost DeMonte Kazee for the rest of the season with repeated careless hits. I love your smirk right now, Jack. This is why people need to watch YouTube. I'm on fire, okay? I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. I'm in the freaking zone right now. Uh, DeMonte Kazee suspended for the rest of the season. Repeated dangerous hits. We got to hustle here. I will say this. In terms of pizza, 
when the clock stops on this podcast or whenever the game that you're watching stops, that's time to order in with DoorDash. Pizza cravings? Bang, ordering time. Dreaming about tacos during a Taco Tuesday? Boom, they're on your doorstep. Wait, you want burgers, chips, dips, drinks, and wings instead? Even better. Order on DoorDash, get everything you want delivered without missing a minute of the game. You got to wash it down with something, Jack. What should I wash it down with? I don't know. Maybe a Labatt Blue blue Light. (laughs) Correct. Labatt Blue Light. Delicious. Had one of those last night while the Eagles were facing the Seahawks. Love to do it with friends and family. Love to live life to the power of we. Love Labatt Blue Light. Always knew a responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. 23 is the Bears. The Bears, boy. Man, that first Lions game where they had the two-score lead, the Browns game, Eberflus was so close to locking in another year, and now it might not happen. I mean, close, man, really close. That th- Those games could be the difference. 22 Atlanta Falcons. They probably need to win out for Arthur Smith to keep his job. Although I guess I still am curious to see how Arthur Smith would do as the head coach with like a top 20 quarterback. I mean, I think he's had more or less a bottom five, definitely bottom 10 all three years. It'd be curious to see how he could do with a competent quarterback. He might never get that chance. 21 Raiders. The Raiders. Uh, I still think Antonio Pierce has a great chance to get that gig. I wrote about that for my 33rd team column a couple weeks ago. Hopefully you guys check those out. By the way, this week I'm doing my coach of the year candidates and, and, and the case for each. I don't think Mark Davis wants to make the same mistake twice. They need to keep it rolling. 20 is the Saints. Oh, when the Saints, oh, when the Saints. Come marching in, come marching in. Man, three games for Dennis Allen's job, for Derek Carr to be the quarterback again next year, for the division championship. This is why I like that there's still divisions, because there's like a lot on the, on the line for a 7-7 seven seven team. 19 is the Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. So Mullins will stay the quarterback. That makes sense. This is kind of who he is, though, by the way. Like, he, he's always been a guy that's turnover prone. I don't think that that's going to change. 18 is Packers. Dun, 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 dun. Go, Pack, go. Man, it felt like they had a lot of momentum. Felt like they were going to make the playoffs. And then these last two games have been like, weren't, weren't. And then LaFleur says yesterday he's not making any change to defensive coordinator right now. I mean, basically telegraphing he's going to fire Barry. I mean, I got to be surprised if he doesn't fire the D coordinator, Joe Barry, after the season. 17, Seattle Seahawks. You know, they arguably could have moved up after that performance last night. Um, but I don't know. They're right in the same mix with the Bucks, Colts, etc. A nice game for the Seahawks. Keeps them in the running. I already talked about them from the game. 16, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really, really impressed by the resiliency of that group, right? Was not expecting it at all. I thought they were done. But Baker's a fighter. Todd Bowles is a fighter. I think we're seeing on some level why people respect Todd Bowles so much. He just, he stayed the course, stays calm. And now he's got them in a pretty good position to maybe win that division back-to-back where I guess it'd be like four years in a row, I guess. A lot. the All three Brady years. 
15, Indianapolis Colts. Steichen, great candidate for coach of the year in my mind. I, to me, it's either Steichen, D'Amico Ryans, or Stefanski. Those are the guys that jump out to me. But for Steichen, I mean, the plan was for Richardson to be able to, you know, veer left with Minshew and still have them in this position after they were a disaster last year. Really impressive. 14, Denver Broncos. Bad loss for them and for their playoff hopes. Obviously, they've battled to get back to being in a, in a pretty good place here and being in the mix. But, I don't know, it kind of feels like they're... Uh, Kind of feels like they're limping to the finish line a little bit here over these last few weeks. 13, Jacksonville Jaguars. Dropping. Dropping fast. And with Lawrence in the concussion protocol, I think they have a decently tough game, too. They're, they're, they're not in a good spot at all right now. I mean, I mean, three weeks ago, man, it was nuts. It was like they were going to be, they had a chance to be the number one seed, a great chance to be the number one seed. And the AFC South was like a foregone conclusion. That's why you just keep playing. 12, Cincinnati Bengals. How about the Bengals with Jake Browning, 12th? And they've earned it. They've now won three in a row. And they've done it against pretty good teams, by the way. Like the Jags, the Colts, the Vikings. Who day? Who day? Who day going to beat them Bengals? 11, the Rams. The Rams have like nothing cool to say when you like, there's no phrase, there's no, even when they play their stadium, it's just, I don't know. It almost feels like um, any given Sunday. It feels like a movie on some level. But McVay's done a good job and has them in the mix and they got enough firepower with Kyron Williams at running back and those two receivers that they get in the playoffs, they could give somebody a game. 10, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns, top 10. They deserve it. Uh, that's probably my personal favorite, Jack, for coach of the year. I mean, are you kidding me? With everything they've lost and to still be in this position, it's impressive. 9, Houston Texans. Not only did they beat the Titans, they claimed Tyre Tart, the nose tackle, off of waivers. That's like, that's like beating you up and taking your girl. Eight, Detroit Lions. Lions, very impressive against the Broncos. They're another one of these teams like the Cowboys where it seems like they're so much better at home than they are on the road. Seven, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Thought about making them even higher, but they did lose to the Titans on Monday Night Football at home the week before. Gigantic, ginormous game against the Cowboys coming up this weekend. Six, Philadelphia Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Long time since the Eagles have been this low, but you lose three games in a row, including to a team like the Seahawks, you've earned it. Five, Kansas City Chiefs. Still doesn't feel like the Chiefs are quite right, but it still wouldn't surprise me if they win three playoff games and represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Although, you know, they still have a chance to get that number one seed. The Ravens need to, and Dolphins have some really tough games coming up if the Chiefs can just stay the course. Four Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Cowboys, uh, they only went down two spots, so not that bad. 
considering the way in which they lost. But I I don't discount teams that much for just potential one game aberrations. It's got to be it's got to be worse than that to really drop them a lot longer than that. More games. Three Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. Well, listen, I know you've all been wondering all show, who's going to be the Wrangler team Ross is riding with? Brought to you by Wrangler. Made for the ride of life. Save 15% on your first Wrangler.com order with promo code ROSS15. The answer is, I'm riding this week with the Buffalo Bills. They might be the best team in the AFC right now. Certainly in my mind, they're right there with the Baltimore Ravens. That is three impressive performances in a row by them. To go to Philadelphia, they lost in overtime, but they were awesome in offense. Could have won that game about a million different times. You go to Kansas City, you win the game, then you smash the Cowboys and show you have a running game. The Bills need to get into the postseason because if they do, they will be a force to be reckoned with. Two, Baltimore Ravens. Ravens and the Niners. This doesn't happen very often. Ravens and the Niners have the two best records, and they happen to be the team that was the game that was scheduled before the season for Sunday uh, for Monday night, Christmas night. That is amazing. You want to talk about crazy fortuitous for all of us? That will be an awesome, awesome game because both teams feel like they need that game for home field advantage. Although the Niners really don't because they beat the Cowboys and Eagles head-to-head. Ross's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... And number one, San Francisco 49ers. I still think the Niners will win the game probably because they're playing at home and all that stuff. But the Ravens really need it. The Niners probably have like a one-game cushion now or do have a one-game cushion right now. Listen, I think the Niners are the best team, and I don't think it's by by a small amount. I mean, I think they're clearly the best team, clearly the Super Bowl favorite. We've seen a bunch of times over the years where the Super Bowl favorite doesn't win it, but right now that's exactly what the 49ers are. They're the Super Bowl favorite easily. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shoutouts, myfrontpagestory.com. Have you gotten an amazing gift for everybody in your life yet? You probably haven't. You should. Myfrontpagestory.com. Backofficeschedule.com. Go-bangles.com. Steakhousesports.com, humanheadnyc.com, sportaculture, and pizza boy brewing.